Hey, welcome to Defining Life with Nick. I'm your host, Nick Boris. I'm the creator of the Define My Day Planner, where we help you get your life under control, get your day under control, so that you can define a life you love. That doesn't mean being ultimately productive and burning yourself out. What it does mean is living in balance and moving toward your goals through small steps every day and getting those big results that you want over time. And so today we are going to talk about burnout because I feel like this is maybe something that was simmering under the surface for years before COVID and we were just used to it. And then like the whole pandemic thing happened and wherever you fall on that, the end result seems to be that we all ended up in this place where we just feel overwhelmed and burned out and it's just like this collective trauma experience. And I was just listening to another conversation about how like people aren't going out the way they used to anymore, that people are staying in still, not because of the, the of being afraid of getting any kind of disease or anything, but just because it's just like something happened that we're all just a little bit more disconnected and a little bit more burned out and tired. And like now we're just going to bed earlier and just trying to take care of ourselves. And I wonder what the end result of that is. You know, is it taking care of ourselves? If we're more pulled away, if we're more entrenched in our devices, are we taking care of ourselves or does, does it just feel like we're taking care of ourselves? And then how does burnout factor into this? You know, what, what what's the collective feeling of burnout, this feeling of like never being able to get ahead and that there's just so much work piling up on us and that we're just, you know, we're not taking the time to enjoy the moments that we have in a given day. And so I'm going to talk about that today. I want to talk about the tif- different types of burnout that you may experience and and some some ideas to help you navigate it and just try to get just a little bit healthier every day. Uh, whether you're using the Define My Day Planner or not, you can you can use this stuff. You can do these tactics uh, on your own. Uh, it's it's sometimes just a mindset change, but other times there are some tactical changes you need to make, and other times there's maybe more in depth uh, resolution that you need to embark on. And so we're going to talk about all of that. So how are you doing? How are you feeling? Checking in with yourself. Like, how are you burned out? Are you feeling overwhelmed? Are you feeling like, man, I can't get ahead on anything? Because, you know, for me, I mean, I've had a lot of stuff going on in my life in the past couple of years. So, yeah, I have that feeling myself. I feel like there's just something else coming down the pike, right? It's just one thing after another, like you can't get ahead. And it's just, there's just, it's just one thing after another. Just like I said, it's, I can't. Can't figure it all out. I can't get that that place where the wind is at my back and I feel like everything's falling in line for me. And so my my perception or my thought is this is like this is teaching me something. And I've always had that that kind of mindset is that like, okay, difficulty, I can find a solution. And right now, you know, somebody's trying to teach me something. The universe, God's trying to teach me something. So I, I look at it that way and I wonder if that's almost hurting me in this whole burnout situation because maybe 
I need to be taking some different tactics. Like maybe I, I need to stop looking at it as a challenge and start, maybe the challenge is trying to figure out how to disengage and reduce my burnout. And so, you know, I sent an email out to our customers last week talking about burnout and, you know, just offering some tips and how to, how to overcome it. And the response I got was, you know, I can't find a moment. I am from the moment I wake up, I'm running around just, just like crazy and trying to find a moment to sit down and collect my thoughts is almost impossible. And it's because like we can't find this space to, 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 to do exactly that, to sit and collect your thoughts, to take a breath, to enjoy moments. And I've tried to be intentional about that myself, but it's hard. Like when you have responsibilities, when you have a job, when you have pressures from outside, the outside world, it's hard to take a moment and force yourself into enjoying anything. So it's, 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 I understand the struggle. I get it. And I empathize with everybody going through this as I am. So what do we do? What are the, what are the, what are the resolutions for this? So I think the first thing we need to understand, like what exactly burnout is. So burnout, as I found uh, a definition online, is a feeling of exhaustion accompanied by a compulsion to go on regardless of that feeling. So you feel exhausted, but you're almost not listening to it. And then you're still pressing forward. And I think that's a very important statement to understand. We have a very grinded out mentality. And I think that's changing. We see more about, you know, listening to your body these days. We see more about uh, wanting more balance, especially in the younger generations. They just don't want to work their butts off and be exhausted. And the next thing you know, their life is, you know, half gone. And for those of us who are, you know, Gen X uh, or older millennials, you know, maybe we're already in that situation where we have that feeling like we've been hustling and hustling and hustling. And now, you know, here we are like, what do I got to show for it? Right. Yeah. Maybe we have some nice stuff, but I feel like my youth is gone. I've had that feeling. I know a lot of my friends have that feeling too. It's just passing them by so fast. And it's because we get stuck into this hustle and grind it out mentality. And the next thing you know, you have kids, you have a car, you have, you have a house, all this stuff, pressure, economy, all this stuff. And it's hard to manage it all because there's always another thing coming to you. And the, and the trap in burnout is that it actually keeps you from becoming productive or from maintaining productivity. You know, you, you feel less energetic. You don't think with a clear head and you can get like a hopeless feeling. You get cynical. And when you feel that way, it reduces your ability to be productive. So we're doing more, but doing it less efficiently, which makes us have to do more. And then we get stuck in this negative spiral that if we don't identify it and don't get out of it, it just continues until one day we have this major event occur and, you know, like now what? And it's hard to extract yourself. Once you're entrenched in it, it's hard to extract yourself. 
So we're going to go into this. Let's let's talk about the one type of burnout. One type of burnout is situational burnout. Situational burnout's like a temporary situation that has you exhausted. You know, it may be a loss in the family, it may be a job loss, it may be a temporary financial situation and you have to sprint to get out of it. You're stressed out because of it and you have to work harder. You have to do more to get out of this temporary situation. And so this type of situation, knowing that it's temporary, you might just have to do what you have to do to get out of it. But you also have to be more mindful of making sure that you're taking effective time to rest and recover so that you don't get stuck in that downward spiral of continuously working more and more and more, being less productive and less focused, and getting worse and worse results, which can then perpetuate that burnout feeling and the worsening results. So what we want to concentrate on in this type of situation is our time management, our relaxation, being intentional about resting, about doing things that make us feel rested and clear-headed so that when we get back to work, we are as effective as we possibly can be and we get through this time. And so what are some ideas? How do we do this? So, you know, one is time management, is being effective about when we do the things that are most important for us. So in the Define My Day process, we identify these as priorities. And we have one to three priorities in a day. And what I always recommend is try to get your priorities done as early as possible in the day before life comes at you. So that you're saying that this is the most important thing I have to do today. Get it done. And then when emergencies occur, phone calls happen, you know, some time-sucking incident happens, you've already got your priority done. And in the off chance that time-sucking thing happened early... You know, then we, we try to attack the priority later in the day, but at least you have the time to do that. Whereas if you schedule your priority for the end of the day, a lot of times you're tired and maybe you're less willing to get it done. Maybe your willpower is drained and you don't get it done. And then you're like, oh, I'll just wait till tomorrow. Whereas if you would have done it in the morning, that, that lack of willpower could have been used or you would have put off the less important things later in the day. So we want to make sure we prioritize our priorities, like make what's important to us, give it prominence in our schedules so that we get it done as early as possible. And I know that can't always happen, especially if you work a job and your priority is not in relation to your job. Like maybe your priority happens outside of work. We still have to try to focus on giving it priority time in our calendar so that it happens maybe as soon as we get done from work. As soon as we get home, we, we start working on that priority. Or maybe we take a small rest and then we get working on it. Maybe we tell everybody else like, hey, I'm working on something right now. Um, you know, whether it's the kids or your spouse or whatever, you know, hey, I'm working on something right now. Uh, I will be available at, you know, six o'clock or whatever. Like, this is my priority. I have to get this done. The other thing we may need to do is cut back on spending time doing other things. You know, if we have to do this thing to, uh, to, to get through this period of time, maybe we need to cut back on doing extra stuff, whether it's helping out with other people, 
volunteering, uh, uh, household chores. Like maybe we need to cut back a little bit and dedicate more of that time to our priorities and rest. You know, prioritizing rest is incredibly important here and making sure we're intentional about being restful. And then when things balance back out, we can get back toward doing these other things that maybe we backburnered for a short period of time. Now on rest, being very aware of what we call rest and what is actually restful. So we want to make sure that when we're done resting, we get up and we feel rested. We feel rejuvenated. And I'm not always talking about sleep. I mean, of course, you want to make sure you get your seven to eight hours of sleep, right? But I'm talking about like when we say we're decompressing and maybe it's going out for a drink or maybe it's watching t a TV show or multiple TV shows or maybe it's scrolling on our phone. A lot of times when we pick our heads up from that, it's not rested. It's not restful. It's doing the opposite. It's keeping us engaged and it's not letting our mind disengage enough that it's actually able to refocus on what's important to us. And the result is that continual erosion of our productivity until we get to this point where we're so burned out, we're ineffective. And so I'm not saying don't do any of those things. What I'm saying is watch for what happens on the other side of it. If you don't feel rested, if you don't feel better, then that is not good for you. And, you know, how do you know this? How do you know that something's not good for you? Well, if you feel tired, if you feel unable to focus, if you feel exhausted, if it's kept you up later than you should have been, we have to identify that and create barriers that, you know, where we tell ourselves, I am no longer going to do this, or I will limit the amount of time I do this. Maybe we need to set up alarms. Maybe we need to set up screen time applications on our phones or devices, whatever needs to happen so that we can be more intentional about resting more than, you know, letting our minds wander off and further exhausting us. Mindfulness techniques are a great one. Meditation for me, I think, has done wonders. Uh, yoga, I have not done yoga, but I know people that do yoga and they swear by it. It's a form of physical meditation. Being more mindful can help you disengage from the craziness of the world in the moment, in the moment that you're practicing it. But it can also help you disengage from the craziness of the world as that stuff is happening too. So as you practice mindfulness during your two-minute, five-minute, 20-minute meditation, it's also teaching you how to be more mindful throughout your daily life. And so you can become more aware of, okay, this is not helpful for me. I need to back away from this. And the more we can grow that skill and the more we can be mindful of what our priorities are and how we put our time and attention toward our priorities, the more efficient we'll be in that area. So mindfulness for me is, is just huge. It's huge. And it helps you build that ability to listen to yourself, to build that ability to be aware of what's good for you and what's bad for you, to help you build that ability to be cognizant of when you engage in your priorities and when you're engaging in those harmful distractions. So, you know, for, for me and this type of burnout, the situational burnout, I think overall we look at it as a temporary situation that we may need to make temporary changes where we just do the thing that is 
right in front of us that needs to get done, whether it's a week-long project or maybe even a couple months or long project, we need to get through it. So we have to work hard toward it and we have to rest hard when we're not working toward it. We have to be mindful of the other things that are pulling our energy away and maybe give ourselves permission to back away from some of those things. We also have to make sure we have a plan that, that we know that this is going to end soon, that we're not going to allow ourselves to get stuck in this long term because that, you know, that long term damage that can come from that, it's easy to get stuck in that rat race, right? We, we want to make sure that we can pull ourselves out of it, that there is an end, there's a light at the end of this tunnel, which brings us up to the second type of burnout, which is a more severe burnout. It's that burnout that we are now caught in. It's part of our lives. We can't find a way out of it. It is maybe even cultural where we were raised to believe that any sort of rest was a waste of time and you need to be working from the time you wake up until the time you go to sleep. So you were sort of trained or indoctrinated into this burnout philosophy that burnout is the way. And so now you have to retrain yourself to back out of this type of culture. And, and you know, I, I, I got these. I mean, I think this was a big part of the 80s, right? Like if you were a kid in the 80s, you heard all about working hard, you know, doing, doing the thing. And there's even grind it out mentality these days, right? Where you, you know, you don't need sleep. You need to do all the other stuff that you need to do if you want to make your life better, which look, I, I get like, if you want to be highly successful, if you want to be, if you want extraordinary results, you have to do extraordinary things. I get that. Like I, I've been that guy. I think that we all have to look at it in context though. Is it damaging us? And is there a way out? Are there going to be results for the work that we're doing? And if there's not a clear yes indication, we may need to adjust what we're doing. Maybe we need a better plan. Maybe we do need to be more intentional about how we rest and what we're doing with our time. You know, taking the, the other tips that I mentioned in the you know, sort of the transitional burnout, the temporary burnout, we have to apply those in, in the severe burnout case also. But we also then have to work on that mental side of it. And it may involve therapy where, you know, this compulsive need to continue working needs to be untangled. And we need to, to figure out ways to help us not feel like we need to be running nonstop as part of our lifestyle because there are a lot of highly successful people that don't work 16 hours a day or 14 hours a day or the minute they get home have to take on a project the minute they walk in the house. And again, I'm not saying that that is bad, but what I am saying is that if it's if the result is you being burned out, then taking steps to try to untangle that, maybe through therapy, maybe through mindfulness. But, you know, we, we want to be aware that that's happening with us and that, that it is creating a problem and we need to find a solution. And so 
you know, that it's that, what do you, what do you, how do you know that you're in this situation? Well, one, I, if you feel guilty that you're not presently working, if you're sitting down on the couch and just in silence, you know, or you're sitting on the back porch, maybe you're having an iced tea on the back porch in the, in the sun, right? And you feel guilty for that, that you should be doing something. Otherwise you're labeling yourself as lazy. Then that's probably a little indication that you may have this going on because we, as a the human race, we're not supposed to be working these crazy hours that we feel we need to be working. And I, I remember I, I read an article years ago about like, even back in the middle ages, people didn't work when people were, and people were, you know, servants and being taxed like crazy. They still didn't work as much as we're working now. And, you know, we, we get caught in this idea that people are meant to work. Like, just like if, you, if you're not working, you're, you're, you're just not a good human being. And that's not true at all. Right? Like, yes, we want to contribute to society. And yes, we want to be good parents and good friends and we want to volunteer and we want to do things, but we can't do it to the point that it hurts us. We were not put here to just be work machines. You deserve to have a day off. You deserve to take time off, to take a break. You deserve to be able to take a nap. You deserve as a person, just simply that as a person, you deserve to be able to Relax and chill out. And untangling that so that it's not a shameful time for you. That, that, that just stopping doesn't cause a, an internal feeling of shame and judgment. You know, where, where you can just be. Like the goal, and, I, and it's going to take a while. I think it takes a while to to unpack a lot of that. But the goal would be to say to yourself, I'm good. I'm good. Like, I'll get back to work. Work will happen. But right now, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to rest. I'm going to have some me time. Explore that. If that's how you feel, if this segment of this resonated with you, then my homework for you is to explore it every day. Just explore, like, why do I feel like I can't stop right now? Why do I feel this compulsion to keep moving? Why am I judging myself when I do deserve a break? I've worked a ton. I do a lot. I deserve a break. Why am I judging myself right now? And if you need to, bring it up with a therapist. Say, look, I, I can't stop this compulsive need to, to keep doing stuff. And I feel like a failure if I don't work from the time I get up until the time I go to bed. Even eating dinner feels like a competition to see how fast I can get it done. If that's you, then that takes more internal exploration. And that's my homework for you there. All right. And so my last bit of this podcast is for my ADHD folks. If you have identified yourself or if you've been diagnosed with ADHD, then you know the feeling of burnout also because with ADHD, it's really hard to make progress in any one direction. 
any kind of meaningful progress, you have a million things open, a million tasks that are partially completed, and very few that get done in a reasonable amount of time, and it's exhausting. It's multitasking at its absolute worst, and it feels like a hamster wheel, a merry-go-round. It just never, never ends. And so your resolution for this is going to be a combination of everything we just talked about, but it can be managed and it's going to require doing things that don't feel natural to you. It's going to require that when you sit down and sit still, that you fight yourself and fight your brain and say, I need to relax. I'm going to focus on my breathing. I'm going to be mindful for two minutes. And I'm just going to breathe in and breathe out. And every time my brain fights against me, and every time my brain tries to think about another thing, I'm going to catch it eventually. And I'm going to say, no, I'm going to leave that to the side. I'm going back to my breathing. And it's going to be exhausting. But it's worth it. And the fact that it's so exhausting is a clear indication that you want to keep practicing that. And so you use tactics like that. You also use tactics like the Pomodoro technique where you set a timer for a set amount of time and you work toward one single project until the timer goes off. Then you take a break. And if you can come back to it, you come back to it and do another segment or you move on to the next thing. But you want to catch yourself bouncing from thing to thing. ADHD is not a death sentence. It doesn't mean you can never focus on anything. It just means you're going to have a harder time with it, right? And everybody, you know, it's all, everybody's on a sliding scale. There's some more severe, some less severe. But if you want to make the change, if you want to get better at this, it's going to take that mindfulness and that just that, that constant redirection toward your priority tasks. And you can listen to my last podcast. We talked about this in my last podcast also. But as it relates to burnout, you're going to feel burned out. If you're not making significant progress in any one direction in your life, you're going to feel burned out. It, it's just it, they go hand in hand. And if you want to stop feeling burned out, making meaningful progress in your ADHD life, making meaningful progress towards what's important to you, in learning how to disregard the things that are not important, learning how to disengage from things that are sucking your time and energy and attention. The better you can do that, the more you minimize your burnout and you, you improve your ability to focus. You improve your ability to concentrate. And I'm not saying you're going to be cured, but it can get significantly better. And when we do this, we're, we're changing all of the stuff we're talking about in this podcast. We're changing the way our brains work. We're reprogramming our brains to focus on the important things and disregard the things that are not as important. I'm not saying that we also don't still need to do the other things, but we need to continuously redirect our attention toward the things that make meaningful progress forward for us, that help us live a better, healthier life. So that we reduce our burnout, operate more effectively and more efficiently, increase our productivity, and then we have more 
intentional time to do our chores, our to-do list stuff, but also more importantly, rest and relax, to chill out, to just be without our minds racing, without feeling guilty or shame for doing it. We can just be a person enjoying life, which is what we all deserve. So do me a favor. If this was meaningful to you, if this helped you out in any way, leave me a five-star review on this podcast. It helps us get seen out there. But also, message us. If you go to definemyday.com, there's a help icon on the bottom right-hand corner. Let me know. Like, send, send me a message. Let me know how this, how this landed for you. Did, did you get something from this? I would love to hear from you. If you would like to hear more about this or any other topic, please let me know. There is a way out of burnout, and I believe that is through focused intention towards what's important and focused intention toward rest and figuring out what else does not belong in our life so that we have more time to spend on what's important and more time to rest. Let me know how this works for you. Let me know if you want to hear anything else. This has been Defining Life with Nick. Keep moving forward. I will talk to you very soon.